This episode will be completely taken out of context. Welcome to the Fact Check This podcast. All right, Fact Check This podcast, episode 58. And I got to kick off at the top, and I got a sponsor. <laughs> I'll do an official ad read and everything uh, later in the week. But for the, in the meantime, and, and I, I say sponsor, I'm going to call this more of a... Uh, mutually beneficial relationship. So it is Paloma Verde. They do CBD uh, gummies, the tincture. There's also a really awesome uh, like sports cream. They do all kinds of great stuff. I'm probably going to drop one of these gummies here after I do the episode and take a nap because I cannot sleep during the day. But these things are perfect for just like mailing you out, taking you down. Great. And... And also Carlos, the the owner of Paloma Verde, uh, he and I have been working together. He's starting his own podcast called Los Libertinos. And for those of you who know, I do a little bit of work in the audio and video stuff for several different podcasts, social media stuff. And so he and I have been talking and working together to get his podcast up off the ground. And he offered to uh, give me a promo code with Paloma Verde. So head over to palomaverde.com and use the promo code FACTS. And uh, I'm not sure what the discount is exactly at this point, but I'll get all the uh, I'll get all the details nailed down and do an ad read. But in the meantime, I I just wanted to like announce that right off the top. I'm super excited working with Carlos. He's an awesome dude. I can't wait for his podcast to start. He's going to kill it. He's already got uh, a really good interview that we've gotten done, and uh, I'm working on the finishing up the video and stuff for that. And so it, super exciting stuff. So go check out Paloma Verde, get hooked up with uh, all of your CBD needs, and let's get on with it. Uh, as promised, I said I was going to talk about more COVID uh, dumbassery, I guess is the best way to put it. Uh, like It feels like today might be a good day to talk about the Derek Chauvin trial, but I just don't want to. I'll, I'll revisit this uh, later in probably sometime next week or the week after I, uh, Elena that had come on to talk about qualified immunity a few weeks ago. Um, she and I had already talked and we're going to do another episode where we get into the, the Chauvin trial and kind of look at, at the results of that and everything. And so we'll cross that bridge later. It's not like anything's going to, uh, you know, change with that. There's no big, reason that I need to dive into that today. If somebody disagrees and you want me to do something about it, like I'll come back and talk tomorrow about it or whatever. But for now, I'm just kind of moving on with that because I, I really wanted to talk about, uh, you know, the all of the stuff about COVID and the continued insanity there. Gosh, I can't remember where it, it was a study that showed like upwards of 75 and it, might, it was like 78 or 82 percent is an astronomical number of people polled said that they agree that none of the restrictions make any sense and that they don't think that they actually accomplish anything. The lockdowns, the mass mandates, like the overwhelming majority of people don't think that any of that shit does anything whatsoever. And yet they are also all more than willing to comply with it because you have all been, 
You've all been conditioned to be obedient little sheep. So there was a, uh, a study that came out, face masks in the COVID-19 era, a health hypothesis. And one of the big things, and this was a, a study, you can find it on ncbi.nlm.nih.gov. It, uh, it was conducted by Stanford University, I believe it was. And a lot of, a lot of what it gets into is it looks at the fact that breathing fresh air and, you know, being able to actually breathe like a normal human being is extremely important to being healthy and not being sick. And the, the total lack of any usefulness or efficacy of face masks, the physiological and psychological effects of wearing a face mask, like the things that, that does to you, uh, the the way it dehumanizes people when you see other people like it it's a it's a very well well done study it's very long so like if you're you know if you're not a reader you're probably not gonna like it but gosh and and they they link to uh let's see there are 67 separate sources that are linked in this study like it was very very good and i'll just break it down real quick like uh The, the, the conclusion of this is the existing scientific evidence has challenged the safety and efficacy of wearing face masks as preventative intervention for COVID. The data suggests that both medical and non-medical face masks are ineffective to block human-to-human transmission of viral and infectious diseases such as SARS-CoV-2 and COVID-19, supporting against the usage of face masks. Wearing face masks has been demonstrated to have substantial adverse physiological and psychological effects these include hypoxia, hypercapnia, shortness of breath, increased acidity and toxicity, activation of fear and stress response, rise in stress hormones, immunosuppression, fatigue, headaches, decline in cognitive performance, predisposition for viral and infectious illnesses, chronic stress, anxiety, and depression. Long-term consequences of wearing face masks can cause health deterioration, developing and progression of chronic diseases, and premature death. Governments, policymakers, and health organizations should utilize prosper and scientific evidence-based approach with respect to wearing face masks when the latter is considered as preventative intervention for public health. And this is the shit that I've been saying literally for months. Face masks don't do anything. You put a damp rag over your face and you are now recirculating everything that your body is trying to expel and the stuff that's you breathe it in your body filters out the bad things and then you breathe those back out except that you're muzzling yourself and trapping all of the bad things that you're breathing back out right there so of course all of that shit is going to just continue to recirculate through your system and you're going to be sick you're going to be sick all the time you don't have the opportunity to get better because you don't ever get fresh air. I have wholeheartedly refused to wear a mask anywhere I go outside of work. And if I could, if I could get this podcast stuff to take off to the extent that I don't have to, you know, go punch a clock and work for somebody else, I would never I would never put one on. Obviously, my job affords me uh, 
you know, certain, certain levels of being able to do things. And, uh, I have a great level or a great degree of appreciation for those things that we're able to do. So I play ball and I put the mask on and I go to work and literally, I mean, I've got my finger through the loop <laughs> as I walk out the door and literally the second I'm out the door, it's off. Uh, Stephanie and I went out over the weekend and we went around, uh, we went, we went shopping a little bit and went out to eat and I refused to wear a mask. I, I will not do it. <laughs> she is, it's really kind of cute because she's like, they're not going to let you in without them, without a mask on. I'm like, then we won't go in. I'm like I'll turn around and walk back out. And I did exactly that. We walked into one store, the, the bouncer at the door said, you have to wear a mask. It's like, I don't have one. She said, well, here I have, I can get one for you. I was like, no, thank you. I'll just not. And turn around and walk right back out. Like I'm, I will not do it. And I will not go to stores or restaurants or places that require it. Like if I walk in and they say, you can't be in here without a mask. I turn around, I'll walk back out and I don't go back. I'm like, I can choose where to spend my money. And I choose not to spend my money on places that are going to make me uh, cover my face. I would much prefer, you know, breathe like a normal human being and spend my money somewhere that doesn't mind if I breathe like a normal human being. And if that offends people, I, I don't fucking care. Like if you want to be scared and you want to be sheep and you want to do whatever your government overlords tell you to do, because it's, it's what they said, regardless, or, you know, ignoring all of the scientific evidence. I mean, shit. I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure there was a study uh, in 2010 that Fauci conducted that showed that face masks don't do shit. And I'm pretty sure that was the first YouTube video that I had removed because I read straight from his study. And it said, and uh, YouTube said that I was uh, propagating misinformation, that I was uh, sharing uh, factually inaccurate health related things. And like, no, I'm not. I I read directly from a study that was done by Dr. Dickhead. Like, how am I? I'm not propagating anything factually inaccurate. The bastards that are coming on TV every day telling you to muzzle yourself and do all this dumb bullshit, like dumb bullshit that makes no sense whatsoever. Like, how does it make sense to put a mask on so you can walk in the building so you can sit down at your seat and then take the mask off? Or how does it make any sense that we... Uh, you know, shuttle people through an airport and socially distance and all of this dumb stuff. And then they get on a plane where they're literally shoulder to shoulder uh, in a, in a, in a controlled cabin where the air is recirculated. They, do, do, do they not understand that the air is just being recirculated through this thing? So all the filters in the world that are in this, they're not going to catch everything. And your mask isn't going to catch everything. Like you're, it, it, it does nothing whatsoever. And, and none of these, none of these rules or regulations or mandates or anything, none of it has ever made any sense. Like there was no point in all of this pandemic where any of this actually made sense. Like, Nobody, nobody was willing to really jump on and just disagree with socially distancing and washing your hands at the first, you know, at the beginning. But 
once it, you know, once it was proven that none of the, you know, that the, the virus really wasn't that bad. And then there was all this stuff that started coming out, like conflicting stories and everything. Like it, it became pretty, pretty apparent pretty quickly that none of this stuff actually did anything. Like over sanitizing surfaces to the point that it was actually creating uh, environments to, that propagate more, more disease. Uh, it's, it's, we have dumbed down our immune system to the extent that we are unable to fight off basic normal shit that we shouldn't have a problem with because of all of this over over sanitizing and masking and like the human immune system is built to deal with shit like this and we are compromising that by trying to mitigate a disease that kills 0.02% of the people that get it it's, the whole thing's nonsensical and if you're part of the 75 to 80% of people who look at all this and say, yeah, it really doesn't make any sense. Then just fucking stop doing it. I talked about it in an episode last week, I think. All it takes is 3.5% of people to rise up and say, we're done. We won't do it to overthrow the system. 80% of the people polled think all this stuff is bullshit. That's more than enough to overthrow the system. That's enough to flip it on its fucking head and have it never come back again. But it requires actually, you know, having some balls and stepping up and saying, yeah, I'm not going to do that. There's a great line from Rage Against, a Rage Against the Machine song that I don't think I need to quote and I wish they would actually practice this still. But, you know. That's what we need to be telling them. That's the approach we need to have to all of this dumb shit. And carrying on with the COVID mania because, God, this shit never fucking ends. Huh? I've got an interesting article that I think... I think everybody's going to enjoy. Lavishly funded Moderna hits safety problems in a bold bid to revolutionize medicine. And this article goes on to talk about how Moderna is... Uh, they've had to focus on uh, vaccinations and how vaccines are a loss leader. And that, you know, Moderna right now is a multi-billion dollar vaccine company. And there's just no way that that holds up. And it talks about how they're in need of a Hail Mary, like something that's going to really revolutionize it and change the game for them so that they can stay in business. Like the, the, the for as, you know, as much as the company is valued at that they're, <laughs> their business model and like their trajectory is, uh, it, you know, it, it's kind of, it's kind of shaky at best. 
And this is an article from 2017. <laughs> so, so three years ago, Moderna was running into safety problems with their rollout of medications and vaccines. They were uh, kind of in a floundering position. They really needed something big that would come through and, and you know, propel them into uh, sustained success. And I'm just going to go full on conspiracy theorist because because it really feels like the whole COVID narrative was this beautifully crafted story to change the way things were being done on a global scale. And the fact that Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson and Johnson, these just behemoth pharmaceutical companies that are super embedded in the government, like everything about what these companies touch goes back to how they are connected to the government in putting out all these medications and like regulations and healthcare related. Like it's all very, 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 very deeply entwined. And they needed this, they needed this boost. They needed this thing because, because people are, People are getting fed up with this shit. People are starting to come around to the over-medicinized everything. And and the hell of it is, a lot of the people who are who have been, you know, turning away from medications and stuff like that, you know, that the anti-vaxxers or whatever you want to call them, like a lot of them tend to be on the more progressive side of things. And so because the because the progressive agenda tends to dictate culture and move the needle one way or the other on that stuff if you start to see a large percentage of the progressive population especially here in this country start to move away from you know modern medicine and all these big pharmaceutical companies and the just total poison bullshit that they're peddling then that's going to crash their system. And their system is heavily entrenched in every aspect of what the government wants to do with universal health care and, you know, everything. So if, if the progressive uh, factions start to move away from that to more holistic type medicines and treatments and getting away from all of this stuff, well, that, that'll crash their industry. So that's where you need a pandemic. You need to coax these people into coming back and saying, yes, 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 we need it. We need it. Fix us. Fix us. We can't. We have to have these. I mean, look at look at how sharply that is turned around. People who never would put any faith in the pharmaceutical companies ever are now posting pictures 
of getting their vaccine and showing their vaccine passport and dress putting up, you know, getting dressed up to go get vaccinated. Like, like a bunch of dumb fucks. Like, golly. The whole thing has been orchestrated and coordinated and it's and the side effects, oh my god, blows my fucking mind. Like there there are there are studies out there right now of now you can and you can track this. There have been more negative effects from vaccines reported from December to present day since the vac- since the COVID vaccines rolled out. There have been more uh, deaths and side effects and like. Health, health related or health problems related, related directly to getting vaccinated over the last four months than there had been in the previous like six years combined. And we still get Facebook fact checked. All you have to do is type the word vaccine in your like your entire post could be. You could be talking about a dog that you saw shit in the park. But if you type the word vaccine in there, you're going to get a fact check that tells you how safe vaccines are and how vaccines go through all these testing and blah, blah, fucking blah. The bullshit narrative that they are propagating to you. And none of it's none of it's accurate. Like, yeah. Most of the vaccines that were on. uh, That were available prior to the COVID vaccine, they did go through all of that testing. They did go through all those clinical trials. They did have all that stuff. This one hasn't. It got emergency approval by the FDA, which means jack fucking shit. It means they said, all right, let's go pump fuckers full of whatever this poison is and hope for the best. And the best has been pretty fucking bad. There are... Multiple, multiple, multiple reports of women who have had miscarriages, who are seeing uh, like issues with their menstrual cycle, all kinds of stuff, strokes, uh, heart attacks, seizures. Uh, gosh, what else? I, it like the the lists just go on and on and on and on and on. <laughs> like these these vaccines are proving to be more deadly. And have more side effects than COVID. And the really fucked up thing is, these are just the immediate short-term side effects. Uh, the reason that most vaccines and medications and stuff go through clinical trials and spend you know years in that process is because it's it typically takes eighteen to twenty-four months to see the real side effects of a, of a medication. So if we're seeing this shit, you know, some of it is immediate. Some of it is within a couple weeks. It, you know, if we're seeing this stuff that quickly, what's going to happen a year from now? What's going to happen two years from now? This is this should be viewed as some scary shit. And instead, 
these cuck motherfuckers are running out here just begging for a shot. Give me a second one. Oh, we got to do a third one in a couple months? Okay, give me that one too. This is fucking insane. And all the while, people are missing treatments for cancer. Uh, tuberculosis is like exponentially on the rise because everything has become COVID and it and like the stuff that legitimately fucking kills people is getting ignored. We have been played. We have been manipulated and used and I like I really don't like to go down the conspiracy theorist path, but god damn. We are full on in the throes of a culling of the species. And maybe it's for the best. Maybe they're culling out the dumb motherfuckers that don't have good sense enough to not be killed off by the millions. And if you got the vaccine, I'm sorry. I hope you don't die. I hope you don't have any negative side effects. I hope everything works out fine. And like I've told everybody else that I consider a friend, when you turn into a zombie, I promise I'll put a bullet in your head and I'll bury you with dignity in the woods. I hope it doesn't happen. But I don't have a whole lot of faith that it won't. That'll do it for today's episode. I will be back on Monday. I will, on Friday, I'll be uh, sitting down to do a chat with the self-proclaimed leader of the Libertarians, the Unicorn Daddy from Twitter. Uh, I consider him my best friend on Twitter. He is the naked black Santa with an AR. And and in the spirit of his uh, propen- propen- proclivity for nudity, we will be doing the entire episode butt-ass naked. So, you know, let that be a, a determining factor on whether you go to YouTube and watch the video or you just listen to the audio format. I'm totally kidding. We're, uh, I'll be clothed at least. I, I can't make any promises for what he's going to do, but hmm, it'll be entertaining either way. We're, we're just going to chat and uh, shoot the shit and see what's up. And and then uh, probably in the next week or two, I'll get back with Elena and we'll revisit the Derek Chauvin trial and talk about the outcome of that and everything. And I don't know if you listen to this and you feel like you want to chat with me about something too, I'd love to have you on. I'm, you know, as fun as it is for me to just rant and rail for 20 minutes at a time. Uh, I also would much prefer to have, you know, conversations with people a little back and forth, never heard anybody. And in fact, we might have some fun with it. So check back Monday for the unicorn daddy. And in the meantime, I hope everybody has a great weekend and I will, See you later.